Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Jeremiah 18, 1-23, and then Matthew 27, 1-66. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. At the potter's house. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house and saw him working at the wheel. But the potter he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. O house of Israel, can I not do what with you as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in the, my hand, O house of Israel. If at, at any time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed. And if that nation I warned repents or of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict on it the dis disaster I had planned. And if at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, and if it does evil for in my sight and does not obey me, then I will reconsider the good I have intended to do for it. That Now, therefore, say to the people of Judah and those living in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Look, I am preparing a disaster for you and, de and devising a plan against you. So turn from your evil ways, each one of you, and reform your ways and your actions. But they will reply, it is no use. We will continue with our own plans. Each of us will follow the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Inquire among the nations who has ever heard anything like this. A most honorable thing has been done by, by virgin Israel. Does the snow of Lebanon ever vanish from its rocky slopes? Do, do its cool waters from distant sources ever cease to flow? Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols, which made them stubborn, stubble, which made them stumble in their ways and in the ancient paths. They made them walk in bypass and on roads not built up. Their land was will be laid waste, an object of lasting scorn. All will pass by, will be appalled, and will sh shake their heads. Like wind from the east, I will scatter them before their enemies. I will show them my back and not my face in the day of their disaster. They said, Come, let's make plans against Jeremiah for the teaching of the law by the, by the priest. Will not be lost, nor will be counted counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophets. So come, let's attack him with our tongues, and pay no attention to anything he says. Listen to me, O Lord, hear what my accusers are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember that I stood before you and spoke in their behalf to turn your wrath away from them. So give their children over to famine, hand them over to the power of the sword. 
Let their wives be made childless and widows. Let their men be put to death, their young men slain by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses when you suddenly bring invaders against them. For they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. But you know, O Lord, all your plots to kill me. Do not forgive your crimes or blot out their sins for, from your sight. Let them be overthrown before you. Deal with them in the time of your anger. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so this is your New Testament reading of the day. Today we're in Matthew 27, 1 through uh, 66. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Judas hangs himself. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate the governor. When Judas, had be, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned to the thirty silver coins to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? they replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury, since it is, a, it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then... That what was spoken by the by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took the thirty silver coins, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Jesus before Pilate. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a simple charge to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd, and that at that time they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered... Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to the, you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew it was out of envy that they had handed Jesus over to him. When Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with the, that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They asked the governor. Barabbas answered, What shall I do then with Jesus who is called Christ? Pilate asked. They all answered, Crucify him. Why, what crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, 
but that instead of a, an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, let his blood be on us and our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but had he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers mocked Jesus. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to, be, to crucify him. The Crucifixion As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull, where they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. Drink it. When, when they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots, and sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two robbers were crucified with him, one on his right and and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled in Salts on him, shaking their heads, and saying, You are who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they, he, they said, but he cannot, can't save himself. He's the king of the Jews. Let him come over, down from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusted in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him for his, for he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the robbers who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. The death of Jesus. For the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over the land, all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabbathani which means, my God, my God, what have you, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Merely one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with, the, with wine, wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rot split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those who with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there, watching from a distance. 
They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and mother of Zebedee's, Zebedee's sons. The Burial of Jesus As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to the Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and placed it in his own new tomb. Then he had cut out of the rock he rolled that he had cut out from the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The guard at the tomb. The next day, the one after the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, the disciples may come. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception was will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as a, as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. And let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just ask that you be with us. Thank you for dying on the cross for us and so that we can be free of sin. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.